Hi, you're listening to Yeah, It Can't Be Good, a rewatch podcast of the sci fi original series Eureka. Let's get started. Here's Doug with the TV Guide synopsis Season 2, Episode 9 Sight Unseen. Carter pulls a vanishing act after inadvertently entangling himself in an abandoned research project centered on making things invisible. Creators Andrew Cosby and Jamie Paglia, written by Charles Grant Craig and Thania St. John, and directed by Donna Deitch. Original air date, September 4th, 2007. Thank you, Doug. Hi, this is Vicki, and we are here for Season 2, Episode 9, Sight Unseen. I'm here with my co-host, Kim. Hi, everybody. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good. And in this episode, we have Zoe's driving, Jack has a date, and there's a small problem with invisibility. The episode opens with Zoe driving Jack around. Apparently, she's not allowed to drive alone until she gets a B or brings her average up to B or something. Yeah, because her and the other guy were talking about that, that she needs to bring her grades up. So pretty much the only time she gets to drive is when she's chauffeuring Jack around. Jack runs into Henry, and he mentions how in the last episode, Henry mentioned something about Beverly, and he wanted Jack to look into it. Right, because he was not himself. Right. That's the second time Mm -hmm. that something came up. So now Jack's really on a mission to find out what happened to Kim. So we meet Callie, the dry cleaner, and she tells Jack it was his anniversary. He's been in Eureka for a year, and then he gets a call from Joe that a pharmacy was robbed. And when they get to the pharmacy, the only thing that was robbed was, let me see if I can under, polyethylene glycol? Yeah, something like that. And they have no idea why that's the only thing that was robbed, because when he goes to talk to Allison about it, she says it's pretty much found in everything. It's not used for anything specific. Zoe picks up Jasper on her way to school, which she's not supposed to do. And then all of a sudden, something hits their car, or they hit something, but they can't find anything in the road or around the car. And, of course, Jack doesn't believe Zoe that she doesn't know what happened, and then finds out Jasper was in the car. So now she can't drive until she has a 4.0 grade point average. (laughs) And this is kind of funny. When Jack goes to GD to tell Allison... I don't know what what he went to GD for. I don't remember. But anyway, when Carter goes to GD to talk to Allison, he finds out there's a problem with the moon rocks. He didn't know they had moon rocks, and he's, like, all excited because he saw the moon rocks Mm -hmm. when he was a kid, and Nathan crushes him by telling him those were all fake. (laughs) (laughs) But these moon rocks have crystals growing on them, and nobody knows why. Okay, Carter, I have a real emergency in Section 4. Uh, emergencies are my specialty. Great, are you a lunar geologist? Yeah. Is something wrong with the moon? Just the pieces of it that we have here. Are you moon rocks here? That's... I saw a bunch when I was a kid. My dad drove me all the way to Menlo Park just to see... Big ones. Nathan, that's classified information. What? He's a big enough boy now. He should know the truth. Oh, come on. I have my nose pressed up against the glass just like every other kid. And you're telling me those things are just... Gravel. Do you really think we'd let something extraterrestrial out in the public? Yes. Oh, stop it. There's no such thing as... Quit tonight. Told you he's a big enough boy. Joe and Carter get a call about a barking dog. This dog keeps showing up at this woman's house and barking at nothing. But they do find a bottle of that 
poly <laughs> polyethylene glycol, and that's the last time I'm going to say it. I'm, from now on, it's going to be the stuff. Um, <laughs> next to the tree and syringes. Then we go back to the high school. The teacher is telling them they had to pair up for a robotics project. And Jasper, who got a ride from Zoe that morning, ignores her and picks some other girl. And Zoe ends up with Lucas. This is her first appearance of Lucas. And Lucas tells her, oh, I guess you're hot enough for him, except when he has to get an A. So Zoe's not happy about being paired up with Lucas. And Lucas seems to be, like, really the most... He's annoying. He is, and he has the lowest self-confidence of anybody I've ever seen. And he's a cute kid. He is, he is. Henry tells Nathan that Carter knows something about Kim's death. And Nathan, whose only concern is for the artifact, as usual, tells Henry he has to turn over the evidence. And Henry doesn't seem to want to at that point. It, it always seems like Nathan is up to something. He is up to it, something. It I mean, I don't think he has any... I, don't, I think the concern over Kim's death is gone in his mind, and he's only worrying about the artifact. Yeah, but what even with that, I think there's still something more than that. It, there's an underline. He knows. He knows something about Kim's death. Oh, and I don't know if I talked to you about this or somebody else, but I always thought he knew... I don't know that he was helping Beverly, but I think he knew... What she was up to. Mm -hmm. Maybe not specifically about the accident, Mm -hmm. but he knew... I think he knew something about the consortium. Mm -hmm. Or whatever. Is that what they call it? The consortium? Right. He may not have been part of it, but he had knowledge of everything she was doing. Carter, going back to Vincent's, notices Zoe's car is gone. And at the same time, the dry cleaners blows up. And Carter saves uh, Callie. He takes Callie's formula to Henry to analyze to see what made her building blow up. And since he saved her, she asks him to have dinner with her. Now, later on in the episode, and this might be a dumb question, but I I didn't get it. Mm. She says to him, I had Vincent make baked Alaska in honor of the explosion. Do you know what baked Alaska has to do with the explosion? It didn't didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, it didn't when she said it. <laughs> but then she said something else afterwards. Now I'm trying to remember what it was. That just didn't make any sense to me. And maybe somebody knows what that means. Maybe it means nothing, but it kind of seems like I'm supposed to know what baked Alaska has to do with an explosion. the ingredients of baked Alaska? The only thing I know about baked Alaska is from watching uh, the Great British Baking Show. And I know it has ice cream. Hmm. And maybe sponge cake. No. So so I have no idea, because I don't bake. Not bake, and I still have no clue. Um, Henry determines that the moon rocks are missing aluminum-26, which is a highly unstable radioactive element. And Allison wants to seal off the moon rock chamber, because there's... They keep finding radioactive points all over GD, and they keep moving. Mm Mm-hmm. And Zoe and Jasper now are working at Cafe Diem, and Joe watches the tape and sees what she calls an invisible thief, because you could see the boxes opening, but there's nobody there. Because of the invisible thief, Carter thinks he understands what Zoe hit, and goes to ask her where her car is, and she said, it's where I parked it. He goes out, and the car's not there, but another car has crashed into it. 
so it's there, it's invisible. And Carter cuts his hand on the broken glass. Fargo shows up and says that this is a federal offense to even look at anything. Right. Invisible. In- invisibling. Invisibling. I'm using that from the first yeah. <laughs> episode. But um, invisibility is illegal, apparently. And there's a treaty. GD used to work on in- invisibility, but I guess they made a treaty, I'm assuming, with other countries. They never actually said. Right. And I couldn't understand it either. And I'm like, where did I miss that from? Did they ever talk about that before? No. No. I guess this has been made illegal like years ago. I think they said 1990 or 1999. Somewhere in the 90s, it um, was illegal. Right. They were working on it. And then there was some treaty. And I have to assume with other countries. Because Callie says later that it was the DOD working with the CIA. Mm-hmm. They were, wanted to make invisible spies. Mm-hmm. They must have made treaties with other countries that they w- would stop working on it. Right. And that's what she was working on. What's her name again? Callie. Yeah. Callie was working on it. She was glad that it was over. That's when she started doing the dry cleaning. Right. And Aluminum 26 was part of that project. hmm Which leads Carter to think Callie had something to do with it because he finds out she was part of that team, like you just said. Mm-hmm. And then after talking to her, he decides that she really didn't have anything to do with it. He didn't believe she had anything to do with it. But she gives him the name of Frank Phillips, who was also on that team. And he was a CIA agent. Carter goes to check his lab, and they discover that there's an empty container where he used to have mice, apparently. They had to go talk to the poop guy (laughs) (laughs) to find out what was in that tank. have a plant guy i'm the poop guy not glamorous but it's work i found an empty cage in frank phillips office my favorite kind yeah you got an idea what was in there mice 18 of them cute white ones not like those rats that feed all that artificial sweetener to see how long it take them to explode did you say 18 and the guy said there were 18 mice, which rings a bell with Carter because I guess they said there was 18 spots around GD that were radioactive. Right, yeah. Fargo happens to have these glasses that you could see invisible things with, and so the poop guy is able to round up 18 mice. Now Carter is thinking about the dog barking and where does this Frank guy work and where does he live. At this point, Carter's arm starts disappearing because he cut his hand. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's becoming invisible. And invisibility isn't the biggest problem. He's probably going to die of radioactive poisoning within 24 hours. Carter and Fargo go to where that dog was barking and find an invisible lab. Okay. And then they find Frank's body. Carter's upset because he thinks Zoe killed the guy, even though it wasn't her fault. He was invisible. But still, you know, you don't want to think you killed the guy, even though it wasn't your fault. (laughs) But just by looking at the guy, Fargo says, I don't think... The car killed him. You could tell he was all radioactive and whatever. I'm trying to remember because I watch it business and pieces trying to remember because it's been a while since I watched it. Then I'm going back to the diner because then after Zoe's in the hospital. That's the next one. Oh, I know. I do that. Believe me, I do that all the time. 
when my brother and I did the season finale in the first, we had everything all mixed up together. Oh, okay. And I was like, there's so much I have to edit. I had to put a spoiler warning at oh, the front of the okay. episode so okay. people knew to watch both of them before both they listen. Okay. And plus, like I said, I'm editing things that are different than what we're talking about. Oh, okay. And we're recording out of order. I get missed up all oh, the okay. time, believe me. Okay, so yeah. that's where I'm at. I'm at nine now. Yeah, you're, okay. you're in the next, you're in ten, actually. Okay, I'm in ten. Yeah, this is... Okay, so we're in nine. Yeah. Okay. So let me remember some of the stuff in nine. Okay, so they discovered the mice were the 18 points of radioactive things that were running around GD, so they caught those. Nathan says that aluminum-26 works as a viral pathogen, which means it's only skin-type surfaces, which is why Carter's arm disappears, mm. because he cut his finger and touched Zoe's car, and apparently cars in Eureka are covered by some weird skin-type surface to prevent dings. That's why her car was affected. Uh, Lucas and Zoe seem to be getting closer, and Joe breaks up their momentum. And then Kelly comes to GD to help them figure out what, what's going on and how to stop it. So how long has this been going on? It started a few hours ago. I thought maybe you could help. What's the rate of progression? Faster than we would like. Jack? He'll be completely invisible within an hour. Hi, Kelly. Oh, my God. If you didn't want to go out to dinner, you could have just said so. <laughs> Nathan gets the specs for Zoe's car, cut off a piece of the skin from the car. This kind of didn't make sense to me, but... Callie came up with some solution to extract the invisibility or radiation from the skin of the car. And then I guess they were using the skin of the car to put on Carter's face to extract the radiation and the invisibility from Carter. Remember Callie, she had a knife and she was cutting in the air, cutting off a piece of the skin of the car. So apparently that's what they were using to get Carter back to Carter, which worked. So Carter's okay. She was able to figure it out because they used the data that Carter and Fargo found in Frank's secret lab, the one in the woods. Mm -hmm. She said he was close to saving himself. He just ran out of time. At the end, Henry shows Nathan the Beverly evidence and gives him the discs and says he's going to trust him with it. Which makes me sad because Henry gets the shaft every time. Yeah. For everything. He lost Kim to Jason. He he gets her back and she's dead. He changes time and Carter goes back in time so he doesn't save her. He just gets the shaft every time. Mm. And I told you I love Henry. They stomp all over him in the show. All the way through. So we're pretty much at the end of the episode. I don't know if there's anything that we skipped over that you... Wanted to talk about... No, because then I start blending into number I know, I know. I do the same thing, believe me. I did that... I don't know what I was saying when I was taping with uh, Skip, and he just looked at me like, what are you talking about? And then I realized I was in the whole entirely (laughs) wrong episode. Because then everything kind of blends in together. I know. Okay. Since we don't have anything else to talk about, we will see you next week. Bye, Kim. Bye. Okay, DC, tell us what's next. Join us next time for season two, episode ten. God is in the details. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Please remember to follow us on our Facebook page. Yeah, that can't be good. At facebook.com backslash Eureka Rewatch or on Twitter at Eureka Rewatch. Links to information discussed during our podcasts will be added to our website at EurekaRewatch.com. You can also listen to our podcast on Podbean. If you'd like to send us an email, please email us at EurekaRewatch at gmail. 
We would love to hear from you. And we're now also available on Google Play.